Hello everyone, welcome back to Press Corner with me Pris, I hope you're okay wherever you are. Today, I am reviewing another new Japanese comic slash manga series titled The Hazy Flower of Yoshiwara. The series was made by Sawaki Otonaka which only contained 3 volumes, so this is also a short series. If you want to know more about this series, I will leave the details in the link in the description box below. And if you want to support me further, I will leave the link in the description box below as well. Before we start, I would like to give you a little bit disclaimer beforehand. This series is an isekai type of story. If you don't know what isekai is, better check out the trivia facts segment on my coffee page or just search it on Google. I think Joro and Geisha are the same because they are an entertainer. So, sex or prostitution is only a side business, and their main business is the entertainment that they offer to their client. I mean, like dancing, playing musical instrument, and also accompanying the clients. Also, they have a tire list or basically a level to decide the Juro or Geisha status at that time. It's also based on their experience in serving the clients and what type of clients that they serve, meaning their social status and also their wealth. But I don't know why the terms are different. If you know about it, please correct me if I'm wrong. The story will set in Edo time period and take place in Yoshiwara or the red light district of Edo. So there will be a lot of Japanese cultural references, tradition and behaviors that I find can become a trigger or a sensitive topic for some people because at that time, women are considered as a tools to satisfy men's lust or desires. Hence, it's called the red light district or localization or even like a prostitution complex that a little bit structured and organized or even more sophisticated because mainly their job as an entertainer rather than a prostitution I think like the prostitution is kind of like a side business and not the main business that they offer basically so I hope you keep that in mind while reading this series if you cannot handle these type of things better just skip this series entirely and just check out the other series that I have already covered on the channel but if you can't handle it please keep that in mind and I hope you enjoy reading this series and enjoy my podcast as well so after getting this out of the way let's really jump right in so the interesting part of the series is because you can observe ancient Japanese culture and tradition in the Edo time period especially the customs in Yoshiwara or the Red Light District and of course how the society and environment works in that time period especially because social status really prevalent and important at that time meaning you only can fall in love with someone who has the same social status as yours and even if you become a geisha or joro, you cannot fall in love because that's basically gonna make you fall in into the pits of hell. Because the love story between joro or geisha with their clients or 
the male stuff that works in Yoshiwara never ends well and always ends in bitter end even to the point of despair that can make people suicide at that moment because it is a fate that worse than that if you basically become a juro in there and most of the time whether the juro died because of suicide or they died from illness you know especially genital related illness or disease which seemed depressing and of course the love story as well and even at that time there's too many people that saying such sweet words to your ear that tastes sweet like honey but actually it is a poison that's gonna kill you slowly but surely like many mess or the clients basically promise the joro or geisha something they didn't mean it like buying the joros or geisha freedom you know from this place that can drive a joro or geisha basically lose the motivation to live because the situation at that time really sucks and terrible like one of the supporting cast komurasaki or maybe the, one of the antagonists in this series that becomes so depressed even to the point that she was going insane that tried to burn the Siramasuya building and only ends up dying, you know because she feels like she can no longer live in this world and her life just so miserable that she didn't want to live anymore which can show you at that time freedom is a really high price or an expensive or luxury privilege for people who live at that time period and also that means when right now where freedom is at the palm of your hand you really need to be grateful and cherish that you know because like a few centuries ago freedom is not something that you can get so easily like right now so about the main cast stories there are three arcs in this series which I am gonna telling you one by one. Starting from Akesato arc, she is a high class Joro that basically only one tire or one level below Takitsuki that is really an embodiment of Yamato Nadeshiko. If you don't know what Yamato Nadeshiko is, please search it on Google. She is a really gentle and feminine girl who can swing but unfortunately she has a fragile body conditions it means she can easily get sick that's why Natsu and Katsumi her sibling really cares a lot about Akesato and also really protects her from any harm that comes her way no matter because it is a rumor or even some violence that directed at her there is also one other person that protects Akasato as well named Takamichi whom a manager that managed Siramatsuya who also falls in love with Akasato and really cherishes her and cares for Akasato's well-being and Akasato also loves him back but now they're not gonna be able to get married because of Yoshiwara rules and because Akesato is a juro, especially a high-class juro as well. So Takamichi can only basically protect her and cares for her within the boundaries of Siramatsuya as much as he can, you know. Even though I think they will gonna be end up together in the end of the series, 
because Yoshiwara kind of get destroyed by an earthquake, which means they need to build a new business. And maybe they're not gonna be building a prostitution business like before at the end of the series. Move on to the second arc about Takitsuki and Kiyomasa, who are Hana's parents. That basically a plot twist in the series. Overall, I really like Takitsuki characters because she is a strong and tough woman, especially in that time period. Although she cannot do much, but she always trying her best in her job as a juru or tayu and also in helping other people as well and manage to stay strong in this situation which proven to be so difficult you know Takitsuki used to come from a reputable merchant family like Renosuke and both Takitsuki and Renosuke used to be engaged but the engagement get cancelled because of an incident that happens with Takitsuki family where her family house and assets kind of get burned by fire so she lost everything and finally decided to be a juro in Yoshiwara Takitsuki only considered Renosuke as his childhood friend Imeto Renosuke really likes her or admires her and one other reason Renosuke give up on Takesuki because Takesuki already liking someone else who is Kiyomasa that also friends with Renosuke and Takesuki as well. Kiyomasa is an important person to Takesuki because of Kiyomasa, Takesuki can survive in Yoshiwara even though their social status really different. Kiyomasa comes from a daimyo family or a noble family and ends up become a high-ranking government officials and I think they ends up becoming together as well at the end of the city because Yoshiwara destroyed by an earthquake so it means all of the Juros finally get their freedom and free from Yoshiwara's and can chase their own happiness you know but what I really like from this arc is just you can see a lot of struggles and obstacles for this couple and how they really care about each other, you know, more than their own selves, which is really admirable, but also tragic at the same time. But their love shouldn't be doubted any longer, you know. And I think this is an example of how hard the struggles, you know, for love to be winning at the end, you know. This is the real struggle and obstacle, which you can observe and take an example from of how difficult the relationship, especially the romantic relationship in that time period and how I think it is easier now in the present moment because even though social status does really matter still but it's not as difficult as in that time period you know lastly about our main characters arc Hana and Danosuke even though they at first kinda not getting along because Sanasuke always like to flirt and tease Hana and Hana really getting annoyed by it but slowly surely they develop feelings towards each other and really cares about each other as well even when they protect and ready to sacrifice their life for one another 
which really seemed interesting for me to observe their dynamics, you know. And one thing that really admirable from Hannah's character is just because I think she's living in the present moment like us right now. She really didn't care about the social status and the rules in that time period. And just basically, if you like someone, then just go for it, you know. You have to fight for your love type of thing. Which at that time period is pretty rare to have that kind of mentality. And I love how the authors can incorporate that. Also how she can understand how things work in Yoshiwara. Why Juro or Geisha cannot fall in love. And what is the consequences that waiting for you. I mean the Juro or Geisha if they found out has a relationship with their clients or male staff. And I think that's pretty understandable that for her, she cannot accept those kind of things because right now in the present moment, there is no such a thing any longer, I guess. Which I can understand why she is so desperate to change the situation, you know, and wish for people to enchase their happiness, especially the main cast on her, you know, that really suffering, I guess, mentally and emotionally because of the rules that Yoshiwara or the society given to them and I think she is also a gift for Renosuke because Renosuke cannot get Takitsuki because Takitsuki already belonged to Kiyomasa he ends up getting Hana you know Takitsuki daughter or child that's similar but has their differences you know because Takitsuki is more brave than Hana and at the end, they finally become a couple, you know. At first, the relationship doesn't have a lot of obstacles or difficulties, but when they finally realize they have feeling towards each other, that's the obstacle and the struggle comes from, both internally and externally because of the current situation and conditions or circumstances they are in. And also, unfortunately, Hana keychain or strap that can make her time travel or back into her era is destroyed in the process when she tried to save Komurasaki, you know. So she finally had to settle down in the Edo time period. And I think at the end she and Nusuke become a couple because I think that goes without saying that they know that they are in love with one another. That's all for the interesting part. For the character development, I think it doesn't really that much. Only the main cast that being influenced by Hana that can impact. Because Hana kind of create a ripple at that time period and makes the situation on the condition change. So the other couples from the main cast can also ends up become a couple and she I think become a couple with Renosuke as well and the only things that noticeable about the character developments is just Hana finally adjusts to this time period and accepting the condition or the circumstances that she is in also influence people around her to fight for their love or to be more expressive about their feelings despite what the society says or the rules says and I will give this series a final rating 9 out of 10 
because I like the series as the story, you know, even though I don't have any favorite characters in the series, but I really like how the author kind of portrayed the life in the Edo time period, especially in Yoshiwara or the Red Light District, which I think the author researched and delivered the stories really well because it makes sense and suitable to that Edo time period that I really admire from this author. Although the story is pretty heavy to be processed and churned, as I don't know what kind of business that they're gonna be building after Yoshiwara kinda got destroyed. My guessing is maybe probably they selling textiles, but I don't know for sure. And I think the ending is kinda off, you know. That's the only minus or weakness from this series, you know. Or maybe that's what the author wants to kinda interpret the ending as much as you like. That's why the author do not give a clear ending for us readers. But well, I'm okay with it. So finally, I really recommend this series for people who really like historical stories, especially about ancient Japanese culture or Edo time period to check this out. And I recommend this series for our people in their mid-twenties or even in their thirties can read the series because this series is really heavy to process and need a suitable mature mindset in order to process that very well. Also, I advise you to read this series by yourself rather than just hearing my review about it because the experience that you get from reading this series gonna be pretty much different and you can dive deeper into the stories more as much as you like. So the fellow lesson that you can get from this series is to cherish and be grateful about the freedom right now the present moment that you have. And also don't play with someone else's heart. Only say something that you mean it. Don't say something that you don't mean it. Finally, if you have strong feelings towards someone that you love, before you give up, please try to fight for your love first. I mean if you mutually liking one another before you give up just because of a struggle or an obstacle coming your way. And this marks the end of the in-depth review episodes today. I'm sorry for the wrong grammar and mispronunciation on the way. Hope you bear with it and still enjoy my podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram to know what kind of contents I'm gonna be uploading. And also, don't forget to stay tuned on my coffee page or any other podcast platform that you're listening right now. Stay safe, everyone. Hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.